thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damian Kristoff. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guy Show, a weekly show dedicating bringing wellness into our lives. And today we have a very special, actually we have two guests on the call tonight, um, is actually uh, one of the co-founders, two co-founders of Park Run, which is basically, an or- uh, they organize free weekly 5K time runs around the world, and they're open to everyone free and safe and easy to take part in. So welcome to the show, Tim Oberg and Campbell Willis. Tim, t- first question, I'm going to throw that out to you. What is Park Run and where do you guys get started with this concept? Sure. Well, Parkrun is, as you say, it's a free-timed weekly five-kilometer run uh, open to people all over the world in in their local communities. It started in the United Kingdom in 2004 with uh, one man in one park and 14 runners, uh, and it's grown from there to now be in 10 10 countries across the world. We're tracking towards a million registered runners um, here in Australia. So I'm the Australian general manager, and Campbell is one of our event directors um, here in in Brisbane. I'm on the Gold Coast, Um, and we launched Parkrun in Australia in in uh, 2010. Um, so we've been going for, uh, actually, no, I lie, sorry, 2011. April 2011 is when we started. So we've been going for almost three years. Uh, we've got 65 events here in Australia and uh, almost 100,000 registered runners. Uh, and each weekend we have about 10,000 who come to Parkrun and about 500, well over 500 volunteers who make it all happen. It's such an unbelievable concept. It's uh, it's awesome. I mean, so many people want to get into exercise. They don't know where to start. They don't know which sort of groups to go to. They, you know, feel a bit intimidated. But with so many people having a bit of a jog around a park in such a beautiful environment and it's free, there's kind of no excuse. Is that kind of how you fell into it, Campbell? Did you just go, man, this is too good to be true. I've got to get down and meet these people? Yeah, well, I suppose, you know, Brisbane and Queensland's where it's really took off, and that's probably because Tim's on the Gold Coast. And so I started going to some local park runs. I've got Wynnum Park Run and New Farm, and um, just thought, you know, awesome concept. I kind of did a lot of the longer longer running, but I kind of came back to um, wanting to get back into get my time down for 5Ks and started running around my local park, and I was like, this would be an awesome venue, you know. So contacted Tim and went from there. So, Tim, how many people have you got involved in this now and, and how do people go about getting involved in Parkrun? Okay, well, um, we have event directors across all of our events. Some of our events have, say, two event directors. But I think in a more broader sense, each event probably has uh, upwards of about 100 different people who rotate in and out from a volunteer roster on a week-by-week basis. So, uh, as I said a minute ago, we, we normally have about 550 people every Saturday across our events who, who volunteer. So, it works out to about eight people per event who volunteer to make it happen. Some have more, some have less, but obviously we're talking on average. Um, and then from a running perspective, we have – sorry? Yeah, I was just going to ask that actually that exact question. How many, so, in terms of participants, how many across Australia? How many have we got going now? 
Yeah, well, we've got almost 100,000 who are registered, but obviously they don't all come every weekend. So we get, we get, we get about 10,000 every Saturday who come. Um, and again, some events are big. Like I think our largest event last Saturday was Newey Park Run in Newcastle. They had 550 people. And then we have other events that are, that are smaller. So there's an event to suit everyone, I think you'd, you'd probably say. Well, in Australia, you guys have uh, done amazing. You guys are almost got up to 3,000 events. You've got a total distance of about one point, almost 1.9 million um, kilometers of traveled. Uh, that's like total running time of 21 years plus. So it's amazing stats here, guys, and uh, just mm. in Australia. Um, Campbell, tell us, you know, why is parkrun so important in terms of for the community? Obviously, we understand from the perspective of, you know, running and just getting healthy. Um, I mean, I can handle five, 5K, so that's good. You know, I might start something, you know, that's just something I can get my head around and for people just getting started. But, you know, from a community point of view, why is it so important for parkrun to exist? Yeah, and I suppose you hit the nail on the head by community. And, you know, I think the more I do it, the more I understand that the running is important. It gets people there, but really the catalyst is community. And, um, you know, you're getting three, four generations of um, family members down there. So you've got the kids running, you can bring a dog along. And it's just, and I suppose since starting our, our event, I was just noticing yesterday that people are more and more, they're hanging around at the end, they're mingling, they're making new friends. And I think um, for a lot of people, they don't really know, you know, they want to get healthy and maybe get out there, but it's it's knowing where to start. They don't really want to go to a gym. So you come down to Park Run, you meet other people that are also on that journey, you know, to try and get themselves healthy and active. And so it's a really amazing, really positive sort of vibe and um, very supportive no matter what pace you're at. You could be running 15 minutes, you could be, you know, out there for 55 minutes. It doesn't matter. You know, he's always going to have somebody to, to run with or walk with. And um, it's, yeah, the most supportive kind of a community thing that I've been with, I think. So, yeah. Campbell and Tim, I've, um, I've been having a bit of a hover around your website over the last few days in anticipation for uh, catching up with you guys. And I saw a lot of um, old tracks that I used to run when I was in um, cross-country days, uh, which, which really got me kind of buzzy and a bit excited because I used to run the 3K, you know, under 12, under 14 sort of races, and I loved it. And, you know, when that sort of short course but park sort of thing finishes, you kind of get a little bit disillusioned. You don't want to run on the road. You don't want to run on a footpath. You know, you're worried about cars and all that sort of stuff. This just brings back and conjures up memories of being a kid running around a park. Is that kind of what you're wanting to do for people to get them involved in this? Yeah, I, I think so for sure. And, um, you know, we, we see that. We see people getting involved in running who have taken a break for a while because they've gone off and had jobs or had sorry, gotten jobs or had families and things like that. And I think the, the short distance, as you say, the 5K is reasonably short when you're talking running events. Um, it, and, and all the removing all those barriers, it just gets people running again. And, um, you know, one thing I would also say too, just a little bit back to what Campbell was saying with regard to the community is, you know, the age that we live in at the moment, you know, we're on a podcast now, people are extremely connected, but it's also, I guess, an era when people aren't necessarily getting out and being face-to-face, you know, you might have a job where you're at a desk all day or, and you're not actually really sharing that face-to-face moment. And that's one of the things that Parkrun gives people on a Saturday morning for for 60 minutes or an hour and a half. You're actually getting there face-to-face with real people and making real friendships and, and, and family members getting together. So, yeah, I think, um, I think that's one of the real keys to our success. 
Now, I just want to come up to a little comment that was mentioned earlier that's kind of flown under the radar here. But, Damien, I'm pretty sure I heard Lawrence say I could do five kilometers. So I think Lawrence has actually just committed himself to doing a 5K park run, Damien. He did. I heard him say it. He said, I can handle 5Ks. <laughs> I can handle 5Ks. I heard it. So, he said it. Campbell, you're going to have to make sure that we get Lawrence signed up for one of these things, Quick Smart in Perth, because uh, because that would be a good thing. But, Campbell, the, the next question I've got, the next question <laughs> I've got, which I think is really important and important for me is, do you have to wear shoes when you're doing parkrun? <laughs> and if you don't have to wear shoes, how many people are you seeing sort of doing barefoot or even just like minimalist shoes and that sort of stuff now? Are you seeing more of that going on? Yeah, and you're actually kind of heading on to one of my my passions. I'm actually it, maybe next – I'm run directing next weekend, but the weekend after that I'm thinking of actually taking the shoes off and doing doing my um, first parkrun barefoot. Nice. So, I do notice these things and I go and chat to these people that I see either running in five fingers or, you know. Um, so I not not a lot, you know, but there's a lot of people that come to Parkrun that maybe are quite um, new to running, not in all the case. So, yeah, you do get a mixture but not, not a heap of minimal shoes. But it's definitely um, – there's definitely a few people down there that I have conversations with every weekend and we discuss, you know, mm. cadence and all that sort of stuff. So. Nice. And I, but I, I, I put it out there on podcast world that I'll I'll do my first park run barefoot in a couple of weeks. Nice. Hmm. <laughs> it's, um... No shoes aren't compulsory, Brett. And uh, and funnily, funnily enough, I was at Kiwana Park Run on on the beautiful Sunshine Coast yesterday, and um, for the majority of the run, I had this fella in front of me who was barefoot, and I thought to myself, I'm not getting beaten by a guy without shoes on, and I and I got him at the end, so uh, <laughs> took him down. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and well 5k is actually like a long distance for me so um <laughs> so i'll have to train up for it no i'm just joking uh, listen guys i mean obviously parkrun is i believe it's for free um is that true and you have some great sponsors behind you and um you know how many countries you know is parkrun involved in right now um parkrun is in 10 countries at the moment uh, it's absolutely free to the runner or it always has been and it always will be. Um, and it's a, a very, it has been a very non-commercial model other than uh, having some, some sponsorship attached, but we are moving towards having things like a, an online store where you can buy your parkrun merchandise and so on uh, because it is actually really expensive to run parkrun globally as it is as, a, as an organisation. So we're, we're looking at, uh, you know, how can we maintain that free event for the runner? So, you know, merchandise is one thing, but, of course, as, as you mentioned, we've got some great sponsors and each each, um, each lot of sponsors is a, is a country-by-country basis. So even though, as an example, um you, you would see that Adidas is a sponsor in Australia and in the UK and in South Africa. It's all independent uh, of, of the fact that it's, it's Adidas. They're, they're all local local relationships. I love that. I love that. I was, I'm sorry about that. I had you on mute because I thought that was going to keep on going. Sorry about that, Tim. Uh-huh. Uh, I, uh, I've been thinking about uh, ways in which you know, we can bring communities together and obviously there's lots of trendy stuff out there at the moment. So, of course, it's really trendy at the moment and, you know, I'm not taking away its benefit but uh, what we, we see is people jumping into boxes and, you know, doing their CrossFit thing, which is awesome and, and people love that. We're seeing people move in the direction of MoveNet, which is functional movement um, in and around parks, climbing trees, walking along rocks and, you know, thin ledges to try and improve balance and all those sorts of things that kind of, 
I suppose, um, improve people's function uh, and strength and prevent injuries, all those sorts of things. With regards to running around uh, a 5K track, do you guys give guidance as to how people should tackle the course or do you kind of run along with them or is it just kind of you just go along and have a bit of a fun run? With um, One thing we're quite clear about within Parkrun is that our event directors aren't also trying to be coaches. Um, some of them are qualified in as trainers, or, but a lot of them are just people from the community who want to put the event on. So we're pretty clear that Parkrun itself doesn't give advice uh, about how to run and running technique and so on. Yep. Um, it's a bit of a grey area for us with regards to insurance, etc., uh, etc. Et um, independent of Park run. Some of our event directors are trainers, etc. So they do help people with their running, but they're not wearing their park run hat at the time. If you wanna, you wanna call it that. Sure, sure, gotcha. Sounds good. So Campbell, you've obviously had a lot of people go through and do your run now. So uh, and and I dare say you've seen some really cool stories, like some really good transformations with people. I remember when we go right back to our one hundredth episode. I think it was when we spoke to Brad Paul, and and he spoke about his transformation and how that started just with doing a little bit of running. So, what kind of stories have you seen, Campbell? What sort of changes have you seen in people from just getting in and doing this park run? Well, I suppose straight away, um, my co-event director Carmel, who actually uh, we had the Twilight Running Series tonight at St Lucia, and she's just run her first half marathon, and I think she just put up on Facebook she did a time of two hours twenty six. So, um, you know, I'm not. I, Carmel will, will tell her story, but that she came to Park Run at Cleveland, and she wasn't a runner, and um, you know, came to running to lose a bit of weight and connect with the community, and now, you know, she's she ran the whole distance. Um, her time's gone down from like you know forty minutes. Now she's running sub twenty eight minute five k. So, yeah, the stuff she's doing and very inspiring person. So, she's just one example. You know, one person that you just you surround yourself with all these inspirational people and stories. Campbell, you you also too as well. Like I mean, I think you are actually a runner to begin with, um, and you have a passion for long distance running. I think some ultra marathons and stuff too as well tell us your background with running i mean obviously taking um you know we're going to take a little bit of deviating a little bit of park run and just move toward individual stories here but obviously you have an interest in running and want to help people through running and stuff but what are some of the 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 biggest challenges you actually had come through when you're doing those endurance distances um well i, I suppose I, I started running when i first got back from overseas you know, I came back from um, three years in Europe and probably not looking after myself very well and came back and kind of kept living that lifestyle of um, maybe having a few too many beers and that sort of thing and decided one day I just put my running shoes on and, and ran ran 6Ks. My wife just about fainted when she heard. Um, and from that, I gradually just kind of built up the distance and, you know, did some half marathons and got up to a marathon. But... Um, I, we moved to Vancouver for a year and I, I fell in love with the trails and um, and then started hanging with people that were talking about these ultra runs. And I'm just like, what, what are they? And then next thing, you know, I signed up for a 50K and then um, came back to Australia and did a couple of um, 100K, the North Face 100, which is an amazing event. And, um, and the pinnacle in ultra world is the 100 miler. So I decided to huh. sign up for that. Wow. Um, and it's actually the events on this weekend back in New Zealand, the Northburn 100, 
and it's um, on their website. It's, you don't race it, you survive it. And um, I think 8,000 metres of climb. So right. I thought, look, I'm going to oh. throw it out there and, and just see how far I can, um, how far I can push this. And um, oh, it was, you know, I, I didn't finish it, but I got, I got to 100 k's. Which I was out there for just over twenty hours, and um, I learned a hell of a lot about myself, and learned maybe there's a few things I'll do differently next time. But um, <laughs> yeah. it was a mental aspect that was, yeah. you know, I got yeah. myself into a bit of a downward spiral, and, and found it very hard to um, to break out of that. So, yeah, it was. Um, it, I suppose I, it, you, it's, it's curiosity as much as anything to see how far I can, you know, how far I can push it. No, it's amazing. It's uh, it's probably it's quite a leap actually to go from those made those big events um to then be you know doing shorter events. But uh, do you find it as enjoyable to to do the five k runs as what you would you know a a ninety k run? Yeah, well, being an ultra running, I've kind of avoided that the shorter stuff for quite a while. And I was like, I kind of really wanted to step away this year. So I'm not actually doing any ultras this year. Um, I wanted to step away and really look at um my running technique and, you know, I looked at my footwear, so I've kind of gone towards the minimal side of things. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at cadence and foot strike and all those sort of stuff and and eventually really my my five K time has has been coming down every week at the moment and I'm actually really enjoying the shorter stuff and I think I'm becoming a better runner for it. So that's it's been good to mix it up. Nice bit of refinement. That sounds fantastic. Now, I'm hoping that uh, that Tim will come through with this one here because uh, it's been a bit scratchy. But Tim, um, I was just I, while I had I was on mute, I got a call from my best mate in Malaysia, and I took it because I was on mute, right? So I thought I can do two things at once. <laughs> oh, you know, the boys will laugh at this because I do this all the time. Right? But I took this call. He's in Malaysia. I said, Damn, but he was from London. He was in London for ten years, and I said. Mate, I'm I'm interviewing the guys from Parkrun. How cool is that? He's going, what's Parkrun? He's from London, right? That's where it started. And I said, dude, you're a runner. You should do this. And he goes, I've never heard of it. I said, well, I'll send you the website. And then I checked on there to see if it was in Malaysia. And it's not in Malaysia. How would someone who's listening to this living in another country get this started in their country? Ah, very. It's a great question. Um, well, in terms of Malaysia and Singapore, I'm actually in charge of that. Um, I'm we're we're on the cusp of announcing our first event in Singapore. Um, it's been a struggle to get insurance. Actually, that's that's what's been holding us up. Um, but one of my then directors from Melbourne, from Albert Park Run in Melbourne, has moved to Singapore for work, and she's going to have the first event set up there, sort of imminently. But look. Um, Overall, though, you need to talk to uh, whether it's a you know a different country. Uh, you need to talk to Paul Sinton Hewitt, who is the founder of Parkrun. He's based in the UK, uh, and his email address is paul at parkrun dot com. So, if you're living in another country and you're listening right now and you and you're keen, he's he's your man. He's the one you you, you contact, and you know from there, there's a process of. I mean, I guess first finding out whether or not you really do want to do that because Paul will uh, work with you to, to tell you what's involved and the, the commitment and, and so on. Um, and then it's about things like public liability insurance. It's about, um, 
whether you need to be affiliated with any certain bodies to get up and running. And then when you have specific parks you want to look at, you have to deal with um, local councils or so on and see if, if you can get permission. And, and so, look, there's a number of steps involved, but it's, it's absolutely doable. Um, I mean, that's exactly how I started. I was living in London and I, and I met with Paul and said, I want to take this back to Australia. And we went from there. So, and then, of course, there's getting sponsorship and, and so on. But it's been a, certainly for me, it's been an amazing journey and uh, one that's going to just continue on for, for many years to come, I think. And so, Tim, look, it's really obvious from that just how much time and effort you're putting into this and how passionate you are about this. So, you know, I'm really curious for you from, I guess, more of a personal perspective, like, why do you love running so much? Like, why do you think running is such an important thing and it's such an important message that we need to get out to our community? Mm. Yeah, well, I'm a bit like Campbell in that I was living over in the UK as well and I really got into running more from trying to improve my health because I was having a few too many beers as well, Campbell, as it sounds like <laughs> Um, and and the great thing about running was I didn't need a gym membership and I didn't need anything else. I could just go out and have a run and I could often do it with other people, you know, friends and so on. So I got into running that way and I, I'm certainly not what I would call as a runner in inverted commas. Um, I'm just a, a normal dude who gets out and has a run because I want to try and be um, healthier uh, and enjoy it and, and, you know, get a little bit faster as well. Um, so, so, you know, my motivation for running has always been about wanting to be a healthy person and live a healthy life and you know parkrun does make people want to run a bit faster as well because you get your time but really the main motivation for me is is knowing that i'm, I'm i guess i'm it's an investment in, in being healthy when i'm 40 and 50 and 60 so that's why you know i'm running now um, and i think that's the beauty of running for everyone is uh, you mentioned you know crossfit and, and those other things before and they're all fantastic but um i'm not sure whether sustainability of some of those things do people still want to be jumping up trees and you know power cleaning 100 kilos and things like that when they're when they're older whereas you can run and walk and things like that and i think that's why running will has stood the test of time and 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 white park run i think is going to prove to be an important organization um not just now but moving into the future Campbell, um, one of the things that I'm sure that uh, we can see from Parkrun is obviously run by a lot of volunteers. And um, obviously, they're very important to you um, in terms of Parkrun uh, itself to, to function. What are some of the, like, how does someone become a volunteer? And what, are the, what do they get out of it in terms of, I'm sure you've seen sort of the, the insights that they get, but also their participation and how they feel about just being part of Parkrun as a volunteer. Well, I suppose I'll start with um, how to become a volunteer. It's, it's it's pretty much just email email us at you know the event directors and say that you want to help out. Um, so we've got a you know number of roles. You can be a stopwatch timer. You can be a marshal. So the, depending on you know what you, how confident you are, you might want to start as a marshal and get used to it. So it's really simple. When you just rock up, we've got really clear explanations of what to do and um, yeah, and then so. What they get out of it, it's, it's funny, when we first started at Manipi, we didn't struggle to get volunteers, but people were quite unsure and going, oh, I don't know if I could do that. And then after a while, you know, we kind of get people going, oh, I'll give that a go and, and seeing that it's 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 reasonable, it's straightforward. And um, and then you get these people coming back, you know, and sometimes they're volunteering more than they're running. And they just, I suppose, they love coming along and being, being part of the, the parkrun community. Um, I think they feel like they're giving back which they are, and, and you know, you get a, a really nice, nice feeling from that. And some really, you know, great friendships are formed as well. And um, 
so we're starting to now we're 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 having no issues getting volunteers as our event gets older, and um and we're getting a lot of regulars as well that are that are helping and and just you know for them it's it's a really important and exciting time of the week for them. Campbell and Tim, it's uh it's such an interesting thing like looking in at this particular um, model because it's great to see communities come together and to support each other. And we, this is what the wellness guys are all about and the wellness couch is all about, is, is bringing people in that are like-minded that can get together. And you mentioned before, Campbell, that um, that people become, they make friendships and relationships grow and all that sort of stuff. And then I was checking out the results page while you guys were talking and bang, there's an ad that says meet single runners. Have you guys got like a pickup thing going on there as well? Like people can get down there if they're single and then go and hook up and maybe get married. Is that what's going on? <laughs> I'm not, Tim might be able to explain about the ad things on the, the site. I'm not quite sure what happens then. But, um, well, that's, yeah. I've that's, got, um, I've that's got some friends that are single that are, you know, that are hunting and, uh, and they can run. So <laughs> I might send it down. That's... Um, that's good old uh, Google Analytics for you, I think, guys. But um, can I can I tell a story on air that's uh, a little bit risque of course to do with can. ads? Of course you can. Yeah. Okay. We, we, we had a we had a complaint we, we had a complaint come through from a guy because um, he he was getting pop up ads from Google Analytics that were talking about. Um, uh, it was basically porn websites, and uh, whoever you know was using that computer was obviously looking at porn because that's how Google Analytics picks it up. But the um, you know the, the guy that was complaining didn't realise someone in his house was obviously looking at porn. <laughs> so I'm so going to ask Amber. You can edit that out if you want. That's right. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> Damien. I don't think you might have to uh, need to. Uh, Change uh, change out uh, your computer He's or something. Check it out, singles of mine. <laughs> it, it might be your son. It might be Jackson. It might be it, Jackson. It might be Rebecca. I'll have to ask Rebecca. Why do you be a search of my computer, Rebecca? Well, I was wondering where that story was going to go. Then I thought we were going to hear a story about perhaps a couple of uh, runners who might have taken a little bit longer to get around the course than was yeah, otherwise required. I, yeah. I, I uh, thought that could have been thirty seconds. We've uh, look. We've had. Uh, we've had at least. One confirmed parkrun marriage. I, I know that for sure. That's come out of um, St. Peter's Parkrun in Sydney. Uh, so it does happen for sure. Right. Yeah, awesome. Cool. So, Campbell, I thought we might get back on track a little bit here but and just give us the, sort of the nitty-gritty details. We just spoke a little bit about uh, you know, being able to record your time and those times being made available for everyone to check them out. And obviously, there's a bit of a registration process. So even though it's a, it's a free run, you can still actually go online and register and I believe get some sort of barcode you need to get to take along to be able to participate in the event. So can you run us through kind of how that works if people are interested in, in joining in with one of these runs? Yeah, and, and, and the thing is it's, it's simple. You, you go on to the um, Parkrun Australia website and you register. So you only have to register the once. Um, you select your home Parkrun, which, um, you know, Manipi for myself, um, and then you can print out your barcode. And um, that's... As, as a park runner, that's all you have to remember is your, your barcode. So um, you'll see the hashtag, what is it? Don't forget your barcode, so DFBC, um, all over the Facebook. So um, you rock up with that. Basically, we do a briefing, um, first time a briefing at Manipi at 10 to 7. Then we do a, a briefing um, at 5 to 7. And I've also incorporated now briefing acknowledgement of country, which um, a few people come up to me and, and you know, said that they really um, enjoy that and think it's an important part, so it's nice. And then um, the gun goes. They go up, do 5Ks, 
um, come back through the finish line and there'll be a stop person with a stopwatch that will click the time and they get given another little token which has um, their finishing place and they take that and their own barcode up to the um, the scanner, the person doing the scanning and they both get scanned and, and that's that's all that the runner has to do and then they get emailed later that day. That sounds awesome. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Campbell and Tim, for being on the call today. And and guys, I know that the audio uh, wasn't the, the best, but I think the content and what they're doing and what they stand for is just absolutely amazing. And I'm sure Damien and Brett, uh, you know, all of us agree that something like this will not just inspire people to take action. I think, you know, it's just it's a casual thing. It's, it's not a competition. It's just getting out there and actually getting on the community and meeting other people who are doing the same, you know, same thing like you and it's not just you know winning a gold medal or getting the best time it's just getting your best time and competing and, against yourself too and Lawrence, so i'm going to do one of these because i'm a bit excited by it i've just looked up the adelaide one so i'm definitely going to do it and yeah, so that's going to make at least damien's going to do one so that's going to make all three of us doing one of these Lawrence. that's pretty exciting yeah no i think it's fantastic i've just seen one of the names on there is one of the guys who designed my very first website and he's he's doing it up in queensland it's amazing so there's all kinds of people doing this thing you just got to get involved by the looks of it yeah, I think so. And guys, you know, all the listeners, you should, you know, go check out uh, parkrun, uh, parkrun.com.au if you're in Australia. Just go search under Google and Parkrun in your country, wherever you are, and just uh, go check it out. And I think it's worth worth your time and worth your effort to just go give it a go and to also encourage your friends and your families to join in. So thanks, Tim. And uh, thanks, Campbell. Really appreciate your time and your insights. And uh, thanks for all you're doing for especially running Parkrun and uh, doing, doing, you know, putting it together for people out there and to, uh, to get healthy. So fantastic job. And guys, make sure you go to our Facebook page. Actually, while you're on Facebook, Thanks, guys. go to a Facebook Facebook.com slash the wellness guys, but also why don't you just go join up the Park Park Run Australia as well and like their their Facebook page while you're there. Uh, share this podcast with your friends and your families and other strangers that you think need a wellness update. Subscribe to us on iTunes while you're there and give us a five-star rating and leave us a comment on iTunes. That's because what that's what Damien loves. Until next week, begin creating wellness into our lives. Lead by example. Let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on the Wellness Guy Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.